Hey, okay. You just tell me when you're ready to start. Well, I'm trying to... Oh, I'm fucking dumb. Sorry. I mean, I knew oh, that that's... already. That was recording. Shit. Uh... <laughs> this will be... We can do an out outtakes. Jesus. Well, I, I got it to work. Mm-hmm. And then I got so proud. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Drink and Think Podcast Quarantine Edition. I'm your host, Jared Strail. And I'm Adam. So let's get right into it. Yeah, so obviously this is the quarantine edition. We're practicing safe social distancing right now. You're at your apartment, and I'm back at home. Which is currently about, give or take, 300 miles away. So we're definitely keeping our distance. Well, yeah, and that's the... And like, that's the great thing about all this technology that we have is that we're able to do stuff like this where, you know, 10 years ago, it might have been a little more difficult to do this. I mean, I don't know the exact, you know, age of when this sort of technology was happening and stuff and who had access to it, but at least it's way more available and ready to everybody today. Well, I don't know about you, but... I remember whenever Skype came out. Now, it makes me sound old when I was like, I remember, but uh, whenever Back Skype in my did, day. Yeah, serious. But uh, whenever Skype came out, I remember that there were so many lags, but at the same time, we were so amazed that we could talk to someone. Halfway well, that's around. like, that was the same thing with FaceTime. Like, I remember growing up, <laughs> yeah, and we do sound old, and we're only, well, I'm 22, you're going to be 23 in October. Yeah, we're not that old, but I will say whenever I was growing up and they first started introducing FaceTime, I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, no one's going to want to use this. Like, it's going to be awful. And granted, like for a while, it wasn't that great because, yeah, it was they were first rolling it out. The quality wasn't great. They had to introduce some new things and, you know, made it be- make it better as it went along. But I was like, there's no way that this is going to turn out well. And now we're seeing the effects, the benefits from having that sort of technology. But in that, I mean, you actually can stay like quarantine essentially, but then there's those people Stay home folks, stay home. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are completely ignoring it saying, Oh, because I'm young, I'm going to, live forever almost kind of right. mentality yeah Which, i had I, mean, I had my cousin the other day he was he was like oh i'm gonna go up north and hang out with a friend or whatever and go fishing i was like do you like understand at all like how this happened is basically because someone got the virus didn't know that they had it and traveled around contacting and socializing with other people and that's why it spreads so bad is because the problem with this virus is that it doesn't show up 50 percent of the time it's asymptomatic is what i read is the newest thing yeah know, you know uh, how accurate CDC that is came out yeah, with that today I, yeah yeah it was the cdc that came out with that so there's that part that like you some people don't even know that they have the virus to begin with and then there's also the other side of it where it doesn't start showing up for like seven to 14 days. And by that point, you're 
thinking you're healthy. So you're going around traveling, meeting up with people, spreading like your germs and your virus around to other people. And that's why it's such a big issue now is because it spreads so bad. And so it's like, just stay home. Like what is the problem with staying home? No, I I will admit that I'm not the best at staying home. I mean, mean, well, I mean, for someone who works at home now, and so mm-hmm. you're essentially in the apartment. I mean, give it's a spacious apartment, but you still have those urges that you want to just go out and do stuff, which, I mean, that's... Well, like... There's the difference between going out to be like, hey, let's go party and like I need to go to the store to get X, Y, and Z groceries or medicine or whatever. Or if you're going outside to like exercise or go for a run, like that's fine if you stay far away from people. Yeah. But well, the reason why I say I'm bad at it is because the past, I'd say, two Sundays, uh, Logan my old roommate, he was like, Hey, uh, I got to test out these new coilovers that I got for my car. I'm going right. to hang out. And so we would, we hanged out, we hung out for the past two Sundays. And then from there, I mean, we still, we went from each other's apartments to, or to the house or whatnot, right. which is by definition going against the, stay at home order yeah and i mean i'm guilty of something similar but it's at least like and that's the that's the big thing is like it's the large social gatherings that you have to worry about yes like you still have to worry about who that person interacts with and you know who they and that person interacts with this person and so on and so forth like it's a long chain but the if you limit the number of people that you see, that's like the big benefactor is that you have to make sure that you're not seeing 150 different people. And unfortunately that's why we're seeing so many like nurses get it. Um, retail workers, police it's officers. So sad. Dude, it's, it's heartbreaking, honestly. Like they, it, I saw a post the other day and it was about something like, it's whenever this is all over, it's not going to be the CEO and billionaires that we're going to remember. It's going to be all the nurses and doctors and first responders that we remember who put in the, you know, actual brunt force work. Cause yeah, I'm sure like some celebrities or some billionaires or CEOs are donating some money and stuff to like, you know, be a good person. I would hope is the reason they're doing it. But at the same time, like, the people actually being the most affected by it or taking on the brunt force of this pandemic is those medical professionals. Yeah. Which, I mean, thank you for those people. I mean, we need those kind of people in our lives all the time, but then at the same point, if we're, if everyone had that mentality, uh, when we, first came out with the stay at home order here in Indiana. Brandy and I two or three days into it, whenever it was like a 60 degree day, it wasn't something extraordinary, but Mm -hmm. it was, it was well enough to go out and go for a walk. 
And our mentality was that there'd be so few people on the trail that we live by right. that no one would be out and about. And we would still technically be doing uh, social distancing. Right. And it turned out when we went out onto the trail, we had to avoid so many people. Like every couple of <laughs> feet, we'd be either getting passed by someone or we'd be like walking around someone right and i was like isn't it supposed to be a stay-at-home order like well, give it yeah the like, same the same mentality that too. you're ha- yeah that's what i was gonna say is like the same mentality that you're <laughs> having is the same exact mentality that everybody else is gonna be having and like but that's where it just goes downhill you well yeah think, that's okay, that's the problem is that it becomes sort of a mob mentality is that like regardless if you actually communicate with others hey you stay home so i can go go for a walk or something like that's the same no one actually says that and everybody thinks oh not everybody's going to be out and about because there's a stay at home order and then you get into those situations where everybody's outside because they're having the same mentality which is like it's crazy to me to think that like the moment like before this hat before this all happened like let's take last august this past august wasn't a stay at home order totally free to go everywhere like this fires hadn't wasn't around cuz it didn't start till january this fires wasn't around we weren't told to stay at home how many people do you think actually went out all the time barely any like and now that we're being told to stay home, people are like, no, you can't tell me what to do. Or like, I don't oh, have to listen to this or I'll be fine. Like, we're acting like children. I mean, we really are. We really are. Uh, it's, it's one of those where it's like someone tells you, hey, sit in the corner because you're, <laughs> you just need to. It's or, like everybody's throwing a fit. Or, hey, don't touch that kind of thing. And you're yeah. like, oh, so let me touch that? No. Like the moment that we're told to stay at home because we're trying to save people's lives, like literally keep people alive is the minute that people freak out and want to know what to do with themselves. Like, yeah, I understand some people like have been laid off because like their industry is down or like they like, especially like some, so so many other people. That's the thing. Right. But it's just like, I get that they're, like there's only so many things that you can do from home to keep yourself entertained, but like, and I don't want to sound like too cliche or something, but like read a book or something, or like, I don't know, learn a new skill. Like read, but or most of the people that are being affected by this stay at home order, I would say that probably 80 or 90% of them have decent internet. If anything, Mm-hmm. go i don't know like take a master class or like some sort of like educational thing to learn a new skill or pick up a new hobby that you can do from home like there's got to be something that you can do and what's scary is that the new fact that everyone's going out and about and just doing their own thing even though we're supposed to be at home is that the White House has the new estimations of how many deaths are going to happen. Isn't it like two, if, over 200,000? Yeah, somewhere near that, 200,000. That's as many cases as we have right now. Right now, currently, we have 207, 
thousand five hundred and thirty five cases, active cases. Eight hundred or sorry, eight thousand seven hundred and sixty two have recovered, but four thousand six hundred and nine deaths just in the US. And that's the other thing is like people are always like, or at least I've been seeing some things that are like, oh, why don't we why aren't we talking about how many people like that have recovered from it because it it's greater than the people that have died from it. it's like that's not the point of it the point of why we're being told to stay at home and why we're trying to limit this spread is so that that number of how many deaths there are stays as low as possible like yeah a lot of people will recover hopefully but you still want to try to minimize the amount of deaths possible like i don't it just seems like that's the logical argument to it. The crazy part is, is like what we were saying currently earlier is, or sorry, earlier was that some of those deaths are the caregivers, the nurses, the doctors that are actually mm-hmm. helping try and take care of people that and, can't and, stay home. Yeah. It's just, if, if you look at it as a statistical and mathematical kind of approach as to which, I mean, I think like this, and I, I bet you do too, because mm-hmm. I know you. But uh, with how many cases we have currently, and people love to point to the recovery list, right? The only way that the cases are going to stay like like the lowest you can possibly do to lessen the curve mm-hmm. is that once you like stay home, like you are right, or every everyone should be doing right yeah, now. Yeah, everybody should be. Well, in two weeks, the 200,000 cases, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a big fraction of that, will have recovered by then in two weeks. And then once really? you have those big number of people that are recovered, they have all those antibodies that are already protecting them from get, ever getting it again. Right. Well, if everyone's staying home, and it slowly starts to die off, then if an infected person meets a recovered person, they they should not get sick. So therefore, right. if you ever go, if anyone's listening and goes out and looks up these weird, cool models that the CDC came out with, they showed if uh, they showed basically if people stayed home, they had a model like interactive model, which was really cool. It was just mm-hmm. free flowing dots. And if no one did social distancing and stayed at home, then everyone got infected within like 25% of the time on the time timeline. Wow. And then it, it basically killed half of them. Yeah. Now, if you did the stay at home order, like we are now, mm-hmm. and have only a few people like interacting with each other. Yeah. By the time one gets infected, that if another free flowing dot gets hit by it, it should have recovered before it got hit. So right. mathematically and statistically, it, it will basically do itself a favor in the long run. But and yeah, and the other thing is like if <sighs> You, if we follow this stay at home, and I know like some states aren't on lockdown or whatever you want to call it, but everybody should just stay home as much as possible because it's the smart thing to do. But like this virus is such a 
taxing thing on the medical industry that like we're running out of supplies and resources for the people fighting uh, this disease. Like all the frontline EMTs, the nurses, doctors, technicians, like it's such a taxing resource on that industry that if you limit the amount of people that are coming in with the virus, like new exposures, new cases, you can like recover some of those resources and then maybe apply it to finding a vaccine. Like, Which the thing is what's sad and somehow I'm sort of in the medical field. Yeah, and I'm going by, to be by my line of work. Well, so the scary part is that we basically have 10 to 15 or probably more than that now, but we have 15 different vaccines that are being in trials right now, mm-hmm. basically saying that they do work. They're just making sure that it doesn't have any like, they have to you have to do effects. proper research. You have to make sure there's no like long-term side effects. Like it's not going to end up actually hurting the person more in the long run. Yeah. But people just don't understand that you have to go through these. No. Which sucks because it's 12 months. Oh 12 months gosh. from now is finally whenever it's going to actually come out. But even then, I mean, it has to go through these stages. Like you said, it has to make sure that it doesn't hurt the person in the long-term run mm-hmm. and just helping in the short-term. Yeah, and if like- you really think about it, it feels like we are like at some kind of war. Because, I mean, if you think about it, we are actually having, well, for example, in World War II, we had these different, we had the car manufacturing changing over to a certain mm-hmm. kind of product because that's all that they were allowed, like, because we, they needed the resources now. Right. And they were and helping now, out the war effort. Well now like car manufacturers like GM and like Tesla are now making stuff for hospitals. Yeah. It totally feels like we're in like at an all out war. Yeah, and I saw another thing that was like some engineering companies are using like 3D printers to like print masks and stuff, which is like amazing and like glad that we have that technology and that people are like stepping up to like help out the cause. Yeah, and not just use it for their own personal gain. Like, it may like I try to look at that stuff more than the negatives of like people being stupid and going out and not taking this virus seriously it's just amazing what kind of technology we have out there to fight this i mean i know this sounds more of like your kind of opinion but let's be honest do you really think that china actually came out with real numbers well i read something the other day and i again with all information and all the misinformation that's being spread in today's world, like I take everything with a grain of salt. Exactly. Uh, I read something that was like, if China had been, and like not racist or anything, like I'm just relaying the information that I read the other day. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was like a medical professional had said that like if the facts had been clearly stated and publicized by um, before like the huge outbreak and before that person spread like this 
pandemic could have been nipped in the bud right away if like the information had not been disclosed or like if it had been disclosed not kept secret it was just scary but i mean that's the sad fact of today's world you kind of but like you said you can't really take everything word for word by way yeah and like I want to say I believe it more because I read it from multiple sources. So like that helps a little bit with me thinking it's a little more legit. But then I read something the other day that said like our government was trying to do the same thing. Like it just, it seems like people aren't learning from mistakes. Yeah. <clears throat> but um Hopefully it'll all blow over. Soon. Well, let's put it in this aspect. Uh, there was there was a time in this past winter where there was many, many, many schools and like work areas that were kind of getting hit by this. What they said was a flu, which is kind of scary because it had the exact same kind of features as what the coronavirus is right now. Oh yeah. They initially misdiagnosed a lot of cases they think as like a respiratory illness. And that's what is scary because uh, when I went home and when I went out with some friends, we basically Whenever I got back to Indy, I became sick. And that's right when this coronavirus thing was just like starting to hit everywhere. Yeah. It was just kind of terrifying at first. Well, at first I was just like, eh, it's just like a cold, you know? Right. But literally I had all those symptoms (laughs) of coronavirus. Probably freaking out. Well, at that point I was just like, well, I'm going to stay home. Because not many people are our age was actually getting like right like coming down sick. with it. Yeah, so I mean there was like ninety five percent of people only get those mild cases. Yeah, and I was just thinking maybe I do have it. I just have the mild case, and I got brandy sick too. So I mean, oops. But um, I mean we live together, so I mean it's kind of you two are healthy now though, aren't you? Yeah, but it took all a bit of those two weeks to get back to normal mm-hmm. had that had a cough the entire time it, and it was that dry cough and it was just like oh so it's coronavirus well there's always that what if moment but right now we're we're back to normal it's like we're acting like if we we may or may not have it or had it. So mm-hmm. if we had it, then it, I now guess you're worried about like, who you spread it to. Yeah. Well, that was the thing is that we, no one else around us got sick. So it was kind of like, how, but we did stay home for like a, a full week before actually going out anywhere. So mm-hmm. it, that could have been the reason why we stopped it, but hopefully, all right. Well, let's just let this be a reminder. Stay home during times like these. Like, yeah, it, a little bit of a rant sense. on that, guys, but, it, but it's worth it. Kind of go with that. I don't know if you've run into this. I don't know if it's really a problem per se, but one thing since 
I've been quarantined is I am constantly snacking and I don't know what it is about being bored. If it's something biological, if it's something that's just innate in our human makeup, but why, why do I snack and continue to snack when I'm bored? See, a lot of people have that problem, but honestly, I, I, all right, I did. Let's put it that way. You did. Now I don't. Well, because I think you've cultivated a sense of discipline about snacking and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, someone like you that you could eat all day and not gain any weight. Yeah. Is really nice. Which so I, mean, I can I, understand. I hate because like I'm trying to put on more muscle and like more mass. So it's hard to do that. But then as soon as I say that to somebody, they immediately go off of me and like, how could you hate that? Like, you're so like, consider yourself lucky that you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want and not gain a single pound. Just like, I understand your frustration, but your goal and my goal are two very different things. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's where it's, for example, Brandy just is like, I'm, I'm so hungry because I'm bored. Like, is that really hungry or is it just boredom? That's more the hungriness. Not, not really right. you actually being hungry, <laughs> but at the same time, could you imagine just people going through the snack aisle, just at Kroger or Walmart or wherever you want to go? Just crazy. Just, well, you know, I want these crackers right here. Why? Just cause. Cause I'm bored. Like, like, if we go back 10,000 years, like if we went and observed cavemen, do you think that they, like, if they're just sitting around or just like gnawing on some grapes or like fruits rocks. and stuff or, or rocks? <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, pass me a rock. I need to gnaw on something. Come on, bud. My, oh. my, my tumbler is rumbling. It's the only way I can stop it. <laughs> But no, it is a curious aspect. Is it just something that we? Yeah, is it something that do? like? And I, and I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I wonder how many things that we have today. Like, if we tried to explain to cavemen, would we be able to? Like, how how would you try to explain electricity to a caveman? I don't know. It's. <laughs> It's one thing where it's trying to explain how to cook something. I wonder if they knew what that or is. Yeah, like, like even the, even the most basic basic thing, like try to explain them what a toilet is. Ooh, try like, to, try you, to put them on a plane. <laughs> oh, like, dude, yeah, I don't oh. think you could do that. As soon as soon as you start, well, even if like you put them on a scooter, like they probably car. still freak could out. You imagine. Like anything like that the, moves faster than them running, like it's gonna be weird to them. Ooh, I wonder if like our bodies, some way somehow like adapted to higher speeds. Because if you, I, I don't know if you went from someone from that era to straight in a jet, <laughs> if that would some way somehow kill them, or if it's just like a. Well, I mean, train. Well, I get, I wonder how fast then. I guess that prompts a question like, how fast did trains go back then? Because like trains have been around for a little bit longer than other Cars. automotive things. Yeah. But yeah, like if you took somebody that was in that was around whenever 
cars were first being like invented and you could ride in them that from that point until like the last like five or 10 years that they were alive and able to move around and got in a new vehicle like how like how did what was that experience like for them how did they adjust see the train aspect is that it's a slow start yeah but if you put someone that is used to something that slow and just sticking them in a brand new tesla of some sort i don't think they had teslas back then dude no 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 i'm just saying theoretically here oh sticking someone just in a really fast car is zero to 60 just or even like a hellcat or something oh my gosh dude just something wild or the zero to 60 is a little much for us let alone them right well i'm like <laughs> and that's what they was like that i was thinking like if i had to explain to a caveman what our toilet was i'd be like okay so there's this bowl and it's not a bowl you eat from it's a bowl that you poo and pee in what if they just don't understand those (laughs) two key terms they're just like what's that (laughs) well and then i was gonna say like if they could understand like let's say they could understand english like perfect english and knew like what everything represented they'd be like why don't you just go outside and do it like or, that's what we do. Or drink from it. Yeah, like <laughs> to us, it's normal that like we do one and two in a bowl or explain some to sort. That's a water fountain of some sort. Yeah, and they're just like they're you know going wherever they feel like going. I wonder, like, yeah, did they have like camps or whatever that they set up or living areas, and they would only do that outside, or did they literally just go whenever they felt like it? I don't know. Sorry, it's I just weird. got I just got distracted because it looks like there's a river outside our Is it raining a lot up there? No, it just looks like a stream is in the middle of the street and it's just Is it a stream of people? Stay no, inside water. people. Water. Yeah, exactly. Stay inside. <laughs> Stay inside. But uh no, so speaking of rain, this I gotta tell you, man, this this weather is really killer. It is just cloudy, gloomy, and now stuck inside. This okay, this but is... at least it's been like warmer temps, though. Yeah, not up here. I mean, right? Well, it oh. depends on your definition of warmer temperatures. Cause... Okay, well, I'm thinking like last year, or it was either last year or two years ago. I was literally coming back from a track meet, and this was like April 14th or something, just to throw out a date. Um. I was coming back from a track meet and it was April time where it should be like, I can understand like it'd still be cold here or there or colder here or there on a day. They're not like consistently cold, but it snowed a solid like four or five inches and stuck to the ground. Ouch. Like in April, like I would much rather take this gloomy, slightly warmer weather than snow in April. But doesn't it not, it just doesn't give you that warm feeling of a, like a sunny day. Even if it's 40 degrees outside and it's sunny, you still get that warm feeling compared to a 50 to 60 degree day, but cloudy, like dark mm-hmm. cloud. Well, 
I mean, well, what are you doing? Are you are you like cat? Are you laying out in the sun? Like, what's going on? No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> so you know, you if you you look outside, right? you just look outside, and you're like, oh, I'm looking at such a, a nice day. At least if you take a step outside, your day's just like better. But if if it's gloomy and you look outside, you're like, oh. I'm just gonna stay in here. You don't. You don't want to step outside. Okay. I mean, I yeah. I can kind of understand what you're saying there, but I still would prefer a temperature where, like, even even in a time like this where we're told to stay home, even then, I would prefer a temperature where it's warm enough that I could walk out in shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops, than be all bundled up just to walk to the end of my driveway to get my mail. See, I mean, I agree with that fully. Even but, if it's not sunny. Well, I mean, different circumstances. Trying to doing that at an apartment is different because you're just like a little step outside. You're like getting judged by half the people <laughs> that just looking outside their windows. Like, who's what are you that? being judged for? Homeless. Well, if you're in a flip flops or something, you look homeless up here, dude. How many people <laughs> do you think? have gone outside in a robe honestly i would not care if i did and flip-flops like yeah i wouldn't care either but you just gotta stop caring what other people are thinking of you that you don't even know hey alexa what's the current temperature Right now, I was like, why are you... Who's Alexa? Who the hell are you talking to? It's got a low of 37 degrees. 37. See, that's what makes me have trust issues, Jared. You said it's... She said it's a low of 37. Low of 37 tonight. Now yeah, that's it's low. a low of 39 down here tonight, but it's currently 55 outside. Oof. I'll take that over my 51. <laughs> You're unreasonable. Anyways, it's one of those days where... Well, I'm waiting for a day where I can just drive around, but at the current moment, you're not allowed Dude, to what, what? Literally, what did we just talk about? I know, but that's the thing. Stay is home. It, but is driving around really bad? Let's 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 just well, talk about like if you're not going anywhere, if you're just driving around, is that considered? Okay, here here bad? is the only scenario that I could see where it would be fine to drive around. One, you're not getting in the way of like main, like you're not blocking up main roads or anything. So like ambulances can go through or, you know, people that are symptomatic can go through. You don't get caught by, you don't get stopped or caught or whatever by the police or National Guard because we're on a lockdown. And you literally only get in your car and that's the only thing you do. Like, you don't interact with anybody else. You don't go to, like, a fast food place. Like, you literally just get in your car, drive around to drive, and then you come right back home. That's the only scenario that I can see. Are you saying that going to some fast food restaurant to get food is bad? Yeah, because you – so, like, from what I know, this is spread by – uh, like it's contained in bodily fluids, so like spit, um, sweat, or not, maybe not sweat, but just like it's spread basically from like the same way that like the flu is spread. <laughs> so if you don't interact with people, because like you, let's say you have it and you're driving around, you go to like 
a fast food place, you go to the drive through window. As soon as you touch the bag and let's say your hand is contaminated, you haven't cleaned it or whatever, like, I don't know, you wiped your nose or your mouth or whatever. And so it's on, like the virus is on your hand. As soon as you touch that bag, it will spread to the person on the other side of holding that bag. But so unless they like toss same. it in or like you don't talk to them, then maybe you'd be fine. Well, the thing is that now with all this going around, everyone has these like gloves and whatnot because they have to now because mm-hmm. they are considered a necessity almost. Well, people Even need though, to eat. Yeah, exactly. So, so people should I mean, be able to eat from home. Ah, yeah. It's cheaper. It would be cheaper, but at the same time, if I went and enjoy some kind of... <laughs> you are uh, part of the problem. I am, but to <laughs> a certain to a certain level. Because at the same time, in order for the world to still go around, you have to be some kind of consumer. <laughs> well, yeah, but like we can but still it's... do that via like DoorDash and... Well, then that's the same problem, except well, okay. you're... But you're limiting the number of contacts between people. Well, I've worked... Uh, I've done DoorDash, believe it or not, for mm-hmm. a couple weeks. The <laughs> amount of people that you interact is pretty nuts. If, if the well, then you person... just tell... Can't you just leave them instructions to leave it at the front door? But they still touched it. Okay, yeah, so they touch it, you disinfect it, the outside of it, or wear gloves or whatever... Have you ever seen have, have you seen the video of the guy spraying his Starbucks <laughs> coffee? I thought you were going to tell talk about the one where the parent was disinfecting their kid where they sprayed uh, disinfectant all over their kid like it was like more, a car wash or something but for humans. What what's more uh, embarrassing someone spraying the entirety of a like coffee cup that they got someone just got but they they themselves the workers were wearing gloves right or or a parent literally spraying down their kid because they were like well they might be infected (laughs) well if that's true then you're screwed already right like yeah what are the chances that they haven't already spread it around it's like your clothing or whatever i don't know if i feel like it's more embarrassing for the like starbucks person who handed out the drink because then like you're making them feel bad but like i don't know you literally hosing down your kid with disinfectant like that kid's gonna be traumatized you can only imagine (laughs) that uh, it's like one of those things where you couldn't have waited for to get home to do that but no you have to do it on the premise of the school (laughs) yeah like (laughs) Let's say, like, so obviously, like, schools are out until, like, next year or whatever for the foreseeable future. (laughs) The next time that they come around, like, one of the other kids in that uh, child's class is going to be like, hey, Jimmy, your mom still spray you every day? Bro, that that would be considered some kind of harassment. (laughs) Yeah, that's like, I mean, that's, I mean, it's bullying, but, like, I don't know. I can't help but laugh at it a little bit. I forget where I seen it somewhere, but they were saying how people are going to return after the coronavirus era. And it shows like a, one of those like wigs 
from like George Washington kind of oh. look, except <laughs> the, it's like powder wigs. No, yeah, but they're toilet paper. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I so was... it's like how they're going to return, dude. Speaking of that. I saw this post the other day that somebody was so bored that they calculated how many poops somebody would have to do in order to go through a certain amount of uh, toilet paper. And the way that the person calculated was that it was like, you know, those huge like packages from Costco, a toilet paper, they're like 72 rolls or something. Yeah. And they said that like, and I'm probably butchering the numbers, but it was something that like, there's 20 if you use like 20 sheets of toilet paper per poo and there's about like uh i want to say like 750 sheets or something per roll or like a thousand sheets per roll it you'd have to poop like 47 times a day for a whole year just to go through one of those packages of, of Costco size. Say that paper. one more time. How long? It was like, and again, I'm probably butchering the numbers, but it was an insane amount. Like it was 40 poops or more per day for a whole year, I think. Or maybe it was like the whole time we're on quarantine or under quarantine you had to do like 40 poops a day in order to go through one container, like one Costco, like size container of toilet paper. Jesus. And like, there's people out there buying like four or five of those things. Like, what's the point? What is the point? Like, like you're going to be stocked up for about four years by that point. No kidding. Stocked up. <laughs> Like you're set for life and like i get it toilet paper doesn't go bad but you're set up for life on toilet paper you don't need anything else i mean i can understand if you're if you're going through war but not now but we aren't (laughs) exactly like like, did somebody just randomly like uh, the way that i think that this happened and it's probably not true but the way that i imagine this how this all started with the toilet paper thing is that there are two people that happen to be standing next to each other in the grocery store, wherever they're getting their toilet paper. And see someone taking three of them? Well, no, yeah. One person's like, they're just, you know, they're chatting like, oh, you know, how, like, how are you doing with all this stuff going on? Like before it all exploded and we were under lockdown, like just two random people, two strangers just standing there in a grocery store or wherever, convenience store, and they're standing there just you know ch- doing chatting small talk whatever and out of the no out of the blue one of them just goes you know i bet if this explodes we're gonna run out of toilet paper and then they just run and grab like 10 cases and bolt out the door and then the other person's like he must know something i don't know and then grabs f- another five cases bolts out the door and then it's just like a mob mentality well that's how everyone everyone's been reacting i mean I think the government didn't help it when they were like, so just get two weeks worth and you should be good. And people are taking that as more of like a, oh, four to six if everyone's trying to get everything for two weeks. So right. stock up. I better get as much as I can possibly hold right now because everybody else is going to have the same thinking as I am. But at the same time, why, why would someone get five to six gallons of milk? 
That, that goes bad in about a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks. And it America takes away now. from the people that don't have any to begin with. Like the, I'm I thinking about the old people. The elderly. Yeah. yeah. The elderly definitely needs it. Why? Like people are being selfish, especially Actually, medicine. Huh. Like when it comes to like valuable medicine, like, and I'm just going to use this as an example. Like let's say ibuprofen is like essential for an elderly person to live a healthy and somewhat normal life if you're if you have one you know panic mom that goes out there panic dad that goes out there and grabs like 10 bottles of ibuprofen what what's the point like are you going around breaking every single bone in your body that you need that many pills like yeah it just people are very um to put it, they don't greedy. think about others. Yeah, greedy. That's a great word to describe it. It's just yeah, there's it's just no no other way to put it. I mean, Brandy and I, we just slowly stocked up over three weeks to just get two weeks of worth of food, just in case something did go bad. Right, but like you're not sitting on a hoard treasure of five hundred rolls of toilet paper. 20 bottles of Advil and ibuprofen combined and like 30 gallons of milk or something. Like you're not stockpiling for like the end of the world. No, you're no, just no. plant. You're just getting a little bit for a couple weeks to see if anything changes or whatever. And then you'll adjust as you need to. Cause it's not like, like, and unfortunately we can't completely shut down stores and, you know, food services, but like we can still prepare to not tax that industry as much as it needs to be. And I, and I mean taxing as in like taking away from it. Yeah. I mean, it's sad whenever you have to go, if you really want something that you won't see for the next three or four weeks is that you have to go 10, 15 miles (laughs) outside of, any big city just to possibly get something oh yeah and and that's that reminds me i saw this this funny post it was like day one of quarantine have two weeks worth of food and uh drinking like water and whatever you know whatever else i got plenty of medicine or whatever and then it was like immediately under that day one of quarantine plus 45 minutes i went to target because i wanted a kit kat i was wow. like that <laughs> that is so much of at least america if not the rest of the world it's definitely definitely 100 percent. oh my gosh it's just it's ridiculous but uh, kind of like going off of like taxing industries, I have seen so many things about movies being like postponed or like the release date being moved up. But then on the, on the flip side, a lot of like movies that had already been released that were going to be set out later for like digital release or, you know, DVD release, they've pushed those forward on their timeline because now people are quarantined and they're trying to do their best to help people stay at home really yeah that's pretty cool i which didn't is, know that it, which is nice and like there's a lot of movies that i want to see 
or that are going to be coming out within oh the next gosh, couple of months dude. that I want to see. But we won't probably won't get to see for a while because of this whole thing. Oh, Marvel. Gosh, I am so disgustingly mad at how just horrible timing it is. Oh, dude, it's such bad, such bad timing. And like, Uh, we won't get to see it. No. I want, I like, I, you and I are both huge Marvel fans. Like, straight up nerds when it comes to watching those movies and stuff black widow man oh i want to see black widow so bad and we're not going to be able to see it probably we don't know when well yeah we don't know when definitely now dude i think it would have been a month from right now oh i know but a little month and a couple days and now yeah we don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen in the foreseeable future uh, you're just gonna like when they pop back up, you're gonna see all these movies just flood the market. You're gonna be like, Whoa, well, yeah, but I wonder if like they it's not gonna be that way because are they gonna try to like strategically put out movies at certain times? Because like, yeah, you have a bunch of movies always going at the same time, like being out at the same time in the movie theaters, and that's sort of a competition, but like. If you flood the flood the market for movies like new releases, you're. I feel like it could either go one of two ways that you could see a like that could be a good thing because like people are finally able to go out and do things now, and so they'll want to go do those kind of things like go see movies or you know do whatever. Or it could be a really bad thing where like there's too many choices and as soon as people go out, you don't have enough people seeing one movie at a time, like the big blockbuster hits. Well, I also see a third option, which is... Which is, yeah, what? So, theoretically, after all this kind of dies out, mm-hmm. eventually, is that no one's going to have any true money <laughs> because no one's been really working. Right. So... I see that if you really want to flood the market with any kind of movies, you would kind of want it three to four months after it dies out and people go back to working and everything's sort of back to normal. Mm -hmm. Therefore there's more money just getting flown or like flowing through the market where then three to four months on the road, you're actually like, okay, let's, let's finally put these out here because people actually have kind of some kind of money. To actually watch it. So, right. I mean, there's that too. Yeah. And yeah, it's unfortunate that a lot of people are losing their jobs or, you know, not getting paid as much or whatever the case may be. But I could, I could definitely see it going that way as well. Yeah. I just got a text from someone saying, yeah, temporarily uh, laid off until this blows over. Like, right. Oh. Well, does that mean that they're going to get their job back? Like whenever yeah. this blows over? Yeah. Once it fires back up. Oh, uh, so they're just like temporarily unemployed. Yeah. But still like associated with that company. Exactly. I wonder, but he, he currently works two jobs. So I'm kind of curious as to which one is the temporarily unemployment. <laughs> hopefully it's not his actual job and hopefully it's just his temp job. Right. His side hustle. Well, I mean, who knows, but 
I mean, I was talking to my cousin the other day who worked in like uh, the food industry or like the service industry and she got let off all three jobs because they just didn't have people. Like one of the places was like a higher end restaurant and it used to be that like you had to, like this place was so popular that you had to book uh, a reservation like two weeks in advance to to, like even get in because it was so like popular and now they have nobody filling seats. I mean, rightfully so, because, like, you should be staying home and stuff, but, like, that's just how big of an effect this thing has. Yeah, even Brandy, she works at uh, some physical therapy as an assistant. Uh Uh, So, right now, they are currently only working two days a week when they were overbooked for weeks at a time now they only work two days a week because there's only a few people that mainly need it right and most of it's going online the, yeah you're only taking in the people like physically that you know just had surgeries or like are dehabilitated or whatever it may be like, well, you're only taking the extreme wow. cases you're not taking the person that sprained their ankle the other day yeah there well for those people there's a um there's a online kind of system now where you just watch videos to work on it. Yeah. It's kind of scary because you're just like, well, you're I not, mean, su- yeah, you're not supervised by a professional. You know, I'm just going to fall right here. <laughs> oh, no. Well then, uh, and I don't know, maybe this is just me thinking about it in a weird way, but <laughs> in a sort of, better light or a positive way of looking at that is that you can't get sued if they fall in their own house honestly i was gonna say <laughs> that but i didn't want to didn't want to bring that I mean, one up. it's terrible <laughs> to think about but at the same time it's probably there are true people out there there are people out there that do that so yeah it is it's sad but no but it is speaking really of, sad. uh home like videos to help improvement yeah what do you think about home workouts now somehow we're stranded at not working out dude so as a personal trainer as somebody in that industry withdrawals i well yeah one i'm out of a job right now like i have some clients that i've switched over to online or like home workouts and like i send them videos explaining like what to do or whatever but being able to find new clients and stuff is hard because like there are so many fitness people out there, you know, Instagram, other types of social media that are putting out videos of, Hey, you can do this or you can, you know, do this or try this, blah, blah, blah. Like Mm -hmm. there's not much that I can do, or at least I haven't come up with anything recently that I can set myself apart. Like I can set my home workouts apart from somebody else's home workouts. So like it's going to take some time and some really innovative and creative thinking to be able to come up with something like that. So I've, the only thing I've been doing so far is just giving my clients that I've already had or been working with, I've been giving them at home workouts for free because I, the original workouts that I gave them were like for going in the gym, but now they can't do that. So I was like, well, because of all that stuff going on, I'll just give you a free like home workout 
um, that you can do. But goodness gracious, dude, like, I don't get me wrong. Like, there's nothing bad about push-ups or pull-ups or, like, just body squats, but I miss it, man. I miss it. Oh, I, I, I feel that, man. But Brandy and I took a different approach. Whenever we knew this was all going to hit the fan, we mm-hmm. actually went out and bought physical dumbbells. Oh, did you really? Uh, fives, two thirties. I mean, hey, anything is better than nothing, which is why, like, I'm glad I had resistance bands beforehand because of, like, I've been able to do some home workouts with resistance bands, which they can be great, like, depending on if you know off. if you know how to use them. Well, you got to know how to use them and take care of them. You no, I was. It just physically just gave out on me. Well, what did you have it, like, hooked on or set on? No, no, I was stepping on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> You try to minimize that as much as possible. So I that did. It doesn't snap. Well, it didn't snap. the The physical like end piece of it that hooks onto the rubber piece. Yeah. Unglued. Well, it sounds like you just bought a really crappy uh, I mean, resistance band. It's like four to five years old, but now it's uh, well, my yeah, cat's uh, dude. <laughs> You're not giving me all the information. It's four to five years old. That's all. Four to five years old. That glue will deteriorate within two to three years. Eh. Like hopefully not a lot if you store it the right place, but regardless five years and you try to expect it to do everything that it used to be able to do. Ain't going to happen. I thought, I thought that when it snapped and like hit my leg, it would, it would hurt a lot more, but I was just so in the, in the mode that it just like, it's like, oh crap! I broke it. Went <laughs> oh man! To, went straight and grabbed the other like two that makes up for it and started doing it with those. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you make it work, like yeah, you do what you can at home. Like I I've come to appreciate the term "rocking it" from like Rocky Balboa, like just doing a lot of push-ups a lot of sit-ups or ab workouts a lot of pull-ups like if you're able to like i just i think the other day and what i try to go to at least what i've been trying to do is that i try to do at least so like i'll do like let's say monday is like chest day for me i have resistance bands so in total i'll do 500 reps of push like push variation so like I'll maybe I'll do like a hundred push-ups or I'll do like 200 flies or something with the resistance veins. Like I just try to get 500 and I try to do that twice a week. So in total I get like, I do this for legs and back too, where I'll get a thousand push variation, a thousand reps of push variation, a thousand reps of a pull variation. So like pull ups, pull downs, whatever. And then a thousand reps of leg variations. A week. Oh, a week? Yeah. A I was going to say, if, if you did it in a day, I was like... Dude, Ooh. I don't think I could do that in one day. Like, it's, uh, it's hard enough doing 100 pull-ups. Like, I have to split it up into, like, 10 sets of 10 or, like, you know, some sets I'll do 15 or 20 and then I'll, like, bump it down as I get more and more exhausted. But it is rough. Well, on the exact opposite spectrum of you we 
Brandy and I uh, transitioned over into a let me guess, Beachbody or uh, yeah, Beachbody on demand. Not gonna lie, that that stuff works. Oh yeah, well, well, and it's and it's and that's the thing is like you gotta realize that like people have different goals when it, especially when it comes to fitness. Like some people, especially like like you're one of those hybrid ones that like you want to like lose uh fat but you want to gain muscle so like you're trying to do two things at once which is harder granted but like you still have a goal in mind where it still works yeah uh, yeah but a lot of people are just like just trying to lose weight or just trying to lose body fat or just trying to gain muscle so like for me like i'm just trying to gain muscle at this point so it's a little harder for me to make progress in my fitness goal whenever i'm stuck at home and i don't have access to heavy weights but for someone that's just trying to lose body fat or lose weight in general this like this stuff like that beach body um p90x stuff like that like it's great for them this is a good time for them which if anyone ever wants to try it out, we're not sponsoring. No, we're not sponsoring, sponsoring any products. We're, we're just sponsored. describing our our takes Personal on experience. Yeah, and if you want something that basically pushes you out of your comfort zone, which is good, you're more conditioned to the getting out of your comfort zone. It's a perfect way to do it. Someone like me. Yeah, that's been working out for many years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that I've lost uh, base with my uh, basically my rhythm. My the rhythm is like so important that I totally <laughs> forgot about it. Because in this, uh, I think it's lift lift four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, you work out four times a week. Not gonna lie, every all four times of the week, I'm dead. Right now, I'm <laughs> pretty much. Today is my rest day, so I'm physically just torn. Yeah, physically torn. Technically, mm-hmm. micro tears, but it's so nice. But the rhythm that they're doing is up to down to so you're basically doing two seconds up two seconds down mm-hmm. and it's so what do nice. you mean up and down like up and down for what so like bent you over like the rows. hokey pokey or something bent, bent over rose my god <laughs> basically <laughs> i just had to say that i know you were waiting for it <laughs> or even like uh on the ground push up or not push-ups sorry well, yes, push-ups. Like burpees too. and stuff. Well, there's – so the ones that I'm doing is it hits all the major muscle groups, but then mm-hmm. it also has a, a rotating cycle every other week or every other week. So basically, depending on the day and the week, you'll be doing some kind of cardio for – half and half or you'll just be lifting half, like for half and then right. instantly go into a straight cardio burn where you just burn anything and everything that you have energy wise <laughs> and what i'm not used to is having minimal to no break i cannot stress yeah. how much that really really works if you haven't it been wears on you 
two years. Like I think the last time I've done that was with you guys. And that was just, and that was one of those weird days where we just decided to do a circuit out of the blue for no reason. And just kill. like, cause whenever like we work out together, like it's our, uh, buddy of ours from high school that we work out with sometimes whenever we go and lift like we lift heavy like we're trying to do like big movements get stronger and like build a lot more muscle than necessarily like lose fat so if you're doing that kind of work you take rest periods so you can put out maximal effort like you take like a anywhere from like a minute to five minute break in between heavy lifts because that's what you need to recover in order to be able to do it but yeah, if you're doing something like Beachbody or P90X, you have like maybe 10 seconds in between exercises or none. And then the big breaks that you get, they're not even that long. I think the big big breaks is like 30 seconds. Other than that, it's like 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah, I mean, I've, I haven't used... I think the last time I did anything similar was probably when i was like 12 or something i d- did beach body or something p90x with my aunt and yeah that was forever ago so if you guys ever want to just go out and do stuff like that go ahead and do it it yeah. really works we recommend it that's yeah, if you're stuck at home well yeah and that well uh, well she should be staying home regardless but like the main thing is, is like during a time like this, like, yeah, you're probably not going to make as much progress as necessary as you would in the gym, depending on if you actually take your lifts in the gym seriously. But if, you know, you're not going to see as many, if you're staying home, you're not going to see as much progress, but just do something active. Like be some, like you could do air. Like I said, you could do air squats. You can do push ups, Like, there is something you can do. You need to get something in because the moment or not the moment, but if you stay uh, not sedated, uh, if you're sedative for an extended period of time, which we might be for the foreseeable future stuck at home. If you're sedative for that long, you're going to develop health issues and not the same type of health, health issues that come with a disease or virus or bacteria. I'm talking like, being able to walk around or having a healthy back or healthy joints. Like you need to like, if basically the like philosophy is use it or lose it. And that's, what's going to happen. I cannot agree more. And that's why Oh, in other words, you should probably be aiming to come out of this more muscular than you wanted to go. I mean, it's like a different lifestyle because be honest, Jared, we, when we go to the gym, we don't do a lot, a lot of body weight. And now that we're stuck and doing, doing a lot of body weight kind of. Oh, I'm going to be the push-up king when I, (laughs) after this is all over. I'm, I've actually started to gain abs in here, so I'm hoping by the end of this, I'll actually have some <laughs> some kind of abs to be like, hey, You'll guys, actually look, have a yeah, beach I body. actually put in the work at home. You'll actually have a beach body that you may not even get a show because <laughs> we might not be able to go to the beach. Oh, my gosh. I, you you be might not day. have a 2020 beach body. Well, you'll have a 2020 beach body, a but you won't get to show it yeah, until 2021. <laughs> 
Now, kind of switch over here. Yeah, go for it. Um, we need to get sunglasses so that we can look like Manning <laughs> or like some kind of sunglasses so whenever we get go out golfing, we can look as good as whatever kind of matchup that Tiger and I think – uh, this thing, like, I don't. Did you hear like how it blew up or like where this all started? I think it from? started on Twitter, right? It probably did, but I just like the thing that I knew is that like everybody was talking about how like they want to see like Tiger and Phil Mickelson just play on their own, or just like play like normal people would, you know, not getting a warm like doing their two hour warm up or whatever they do before like the PGA or something, because like. Whenever we go golfing, I show up maybe 10, 15 minutes before our tee time, chip a few on the practice green, swing my arm around a little bit, do some practice drives, and then I'm like, I just go. Because, like, for me, it's just a pastime, like, it's leisure. Oh, I can't wait. Honestly, I really cannot wait to start golfing again. It's been a while, but I, my, my worry is, is that when we do go golfing again, that because I was slowly starting to fix my drives because I was I was either hooking them or I can't remember which one's which but I was hooking them or slicing them so bad like almost every time if not every other time and I worry now that if I don't get back to golfing soon or practicing I'm just gonna go right back to that and I'm just gonna hook and slice every single drive that I'm not gonna be able oh, to yeah. do well hey Jerry. like what uh pause it yeah so not being able to golf is going to be a real big problem and kind of what i've done in the meantime or at least set up is i've got a red solo cup in the corner of my room or across my room and then i have ping pong balls and i've slowly just been like here and there chipping them in trying to chip them in i haven't made one yet well, I mean, that's more than what I've been doing. I mean, well, I mean, my, but yeah, but you've got more stuff to do than I do. I've got a lot more free time on my hand right now. Yeah. Given but the at current the same situation. time, it's more of time management. Time management is kind of like the key in the whole aspect of this whole well, thing. Well, you also have a job, and I don't right now because <laughs> of the whole situation, but uh i've just yeah. been doing it because i'm just like i literally the other night i was like i need a break from doing homework and sitting around doing nothing so i was like yeah why not i'll just hit some ping pong balls i mean, actually haven't haven't put a hole in anything yet though we're trying to keep it that way but seeing how you did talk about the school aspect don't you think that we should at least as a collective college kind of community should accept just grades basically just stop classes and say that if you've been passing this entire part of the semester that you technically pass the whole class i would want to say yes just because i am doing very well right now and i'd love to not have to do any more but there are those you got to remember there are those people that don't always start off very well in classes and with grades and so this time may be beneficial to them to bring that up you know if the teacher or professor is 
a little more lenient and understanding because these are trying and difficult times, but um, I don't think we're going to see anything like that. I think we're still going to see the way it's been going right now, online classes, you know, online lectures, uh, take home assignments, stuff like that. And I, and I understand because like you still, obviously you still need to learn the information. Like that's the whole point of going to college is to learn knowledge and information. Oh, I agree. Uh, but this current moment that where we are as seniors, we just need, <laughs> yeah, kind of, it's one of those where if you're not passing by now, it's kind of just like, well, it's kind of, yeah. Like, unless you're going to take a fifth year or, you know, take another, however long it takes, whatever, that's a different story but like in our situation you already have a job lined up i've already graduated and i'm looking for a job so like or at least i haven't graduated yet i am able to graduate and basically have so like for us it yeah it really doesn't matter but there are those people who may need this last semester because it might mean a make or break for them for whatever reason. Now, I, I know that some people for uh, some of their classes, especially their capstone, mm-hmm. I know someone that needs a internship just to graduate, which is pretty bizarre, but yeah, uh, where they have documented proof that they were going to get some kind of internship or some kind of job for the summer or some temporary job that actually allows them to complete their capstone. Right. And now that this whole epidemic is going up that, or sorry, pandemic, not epidemic, but, but but anyways, uh, that there are employers canceling their, in their internships just because Mm. just in case that they actually do start back up, that it might be, less than 10 weeks which is less than the amount of time that's considered to be a complete internship but now schools are saying well somehow that you had documented proof that you're going to actually have the internship that will just count it towards Mm you um therefore it's not like a a break for you right but i I feel like some time to do that yeah, but I feel like some colleges should just do that. I mean, right now I think. We have the Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying that what we have at IUPUI is basically stating that uh, if you you can have two certain options where you can actually take the percentage grade that you currently have right now, or you can actually take a like a satisfactory or uh, I think a. I forget what the other one is called, but basically it's like a pass or fail and it doesn't count towards your GPA. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I know we have a similar thing going on right now where like you can, if you want to, it's called, we call it a uh, uh, transfer to uh, credit, which just is like a pass fail kind of thing. Similar. Uh, where, like anybody can do it now and it can be for any class you can do it, but I'm not taking that option. Say I want to, or I, I want to, but not want to. I'm probably just going to stick with the percentage grade because at the current moment, it's one of those where I'm 
99.99% going to pass all these classes. I just need to finish it through. Right. But. Well, I can't do it because I'm still trying to get into grad school. And one of the reasons I didn't get into a few places was because um, my GPA wasn't as high as they really wanted. Like it wasn't very I guess competitive in their light. I mean, like I still have a decent GPA, but like it's a competitive field, so it's one of the like thing, one of the criteria that they look at. And so, like, I'm not going to convert any of these classes to just a pass fail because I'm doing really well and it could help out my GPA. So, like, yeah, um, no, I, I agree. Where those some of those things will actually full on help you, right? I, I can see it's more of the circumstance. Mm-hmm. But I wish that they could like just make it where you <clears throat> you pass, but you still get the GPA for it, or it's like you just pass it with a straight up four zero or whatever. That would if they did that in a heartbeat, I would change over to pass or fail. But that's not going to happen, so won't be seeing that. But I would. My hope would be that professors and high school teachers and grade school like teachers and professors all across the board all across the world if you're having online classes which i mean i guess most should be because of the situation going on right now but that they would be a little more understanding they'd be a little more lenient like one of my college buddies uh he said that the professor is giving them extra work to do because they're at home and I guess wasting time. I guess I don't even know, but I feel like, like that is cruel. I th- I think the exact same thing. Like, what's the point? Like, they're spending just as much time in class because it's an online lecture. They're spending just as much time learning them stuff from your lecture, and they would spend just the same amount of time at home or at their you know fraternity house or dorm room whatever it is they live on campus they'd spend just the same amount of time working on homework so you shouldn't be giving them extra to do like there's no point for it i feel like uh if if your school was like a commuter college that that would make more sense which i mean there are commuter colleges out there where yeah. where i mean you're spending more of the time just on the road compared to you're actually going to class Right, but not everybody's going to be in that same boat. So don't, you know, hurt a few of those that are having more free time and those that, and, you know, you're hurting the people that don't have the same amount of free time or that don't usually have that happens. Like it's, you're creating a disparity. Like you're not treating it fairly for everybody. Oh, no, I, I completely agree. Plus, I mean, now that you have more distractions, like at home than you did at school, more or less. Some some people, I can't well, I say mean, especially yeah, especially if you have pets, like you gotta take care of them. Like you're not gone for however many hours you're in class or at work or wherever. Like you're gonna have to deal with some more things living at your house. So don't give the students extra work just because you think that they have more free time that's not necessarily true i mean you also have to take in consideration if the actual professors actually knowing or if they have some kind of pet one way or another 
Yeah, but I feel like it just in general, like just as a principle, giving them the benefit of the doubt that like treat it as if it was they were in school, like on campus. Like don't give them extra work now just because it's all online. But I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I feel like as a principal, don't like give everybody or do give everybody the benefit of the doubt. But I don't know. That's just me. I don't have <laughs> much to do any that I don't have much to do anyway, so I'm hoping none of my professors listen to this because I don't want extra work to do. Or by the time they actually listen to it, it's actually well gone. So. Oh, hopefully, dude. And that's the thing. Like, I wonder how long this is gonna last. Like, yeah, you yeah. talked earlier about how we're trying to get vaccines and stuff, but we still gotta wait for them to actually prove that they're or beneficial. It dies off, or yeah, it sort of plateaus on its own, or you know, we'll call it flatten the curve. Which, I mean, honestly, I think everyone at this current moment is just waiting for that to happen. They're just tired of it. <laughs> I, I read something that was like, since when did uh, somebody turn on uh, apocalyptic mode on 2020? <laughs> Who turned on zombies? Yeah, it was like, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was like uh, early 2020 turned on uh fire mode or whatever because we had all those like natural wildfires and stuff going on uh like especially in like australia and stuff and then it was like when did somebody switch over to zombies with the virus yeah. <laughs> i was like that's that's pretty funny well i'm hoping that the minimal amount of cases that are actually going up or like coming to the surface kind of die out mm-hmm. in the next week or two where there's less active cases or less people actually right getting it. Well, but that's the problem that we're finding out as we're dealing with this is that a lot of possible cases <clears throat> are not even being diagnosed because apparently a lot of them are asymptomatic. We're not. We're just not seeing all of the possible people who are infected because some people just don't show any signs. And once you, and that that's going to be the downfall is the moment of disbelief. I mean, now there's more uh, companies and more different ways to treat it, which is a lot makes it a lot quicker. Yeah, of healing. Which, if that's true then that even flattens out the curve even more as we so say. Yeah. And that's, and we just like, people just need to realize in general, just do everything you can to minimize like the spread of this. Like it's not very often that the entire world can is affected by something that we can all unite and get behind so just do your part to like help out and or if even if you can't like help out like donate donating money or donating your time wherever it may be just, just do what help. you can to not make it worse like bare minimum just don't make it worse 
in some shape or form staying home yeah or or like keeping things extra clean and hygienic like you should be hygienic regardless but you should pay more attention to it in a time like this be more thoughtful of others yeah definitely more thoughtful and vigilant that's the only way we can get through this right and i mean that's the same kind of thing that like happened with like the i want to say it was the spanish flu was after was that after world war one I? I think it was, there was some big pandemic right after world war one that people were coming back from overseas fighting and there was a huge flu or disease or something going on it's like we're seeing kind of the same thing might have been before 1918 yeah that was right after the war or at the start or sorry it started towards the end of world war one i think well that's terrifying yeah like we lost i want to say honestly i think we might have lost more people there might have been more deaths from the spanish flu than there was in the entire world war one like that's how bad it got hopefully that's nowhere near yeah well hopefully with the advances in modern technology and medicine we won't have to have something like that happen or you know we won't have as many deaths and fatalities but who knows well we should probably wrap this up um so you can find this podcast um on our youtube channel drink and think um, and then you can also find us on spotify we are the drink and think podcast but hope you guys enjoyed that uh we'll be hopefully recording more in the near future as we get this situation fixed and we find out the best solution to record some more but make sure you guys stay inside be safe be healthy and we'll see you later all right see you guys